Shaken Not Noob, the official podcast brought to you by, or not brought to you by, near topless people on Twitch, screaming for submission, submissions, Jesus, subscriptions and donations to their channel. There is no Fuzzy Dan on this week's episode, but I've got a returning special guest who has great one-liners such as, it's kind of pointless, like going to a strip club and sitting there reading a magazine, and this boss fight takes place in what's basically a giant tunnel, this tunnel being a metaphor for your mum. All that's missing is a weaponized version of a hot dog to throw down it, and that's my good mate G-Man Lives. How are you and welcome back. I'm good. Thank you for the recap of my um, terrible writing. That's funny. I don't even remember the first one, but, but that's great. Yeah, I'm glad someone uh, someone likes it. <laughs> Dude, it always, always gets a good fucking laugh. They're, they're, one of them is from your, your most recent video that's, uh, that's gone up, <clears> is <throat> the, uh, the Metal Gear Solid sort of look back that you've done on the OG series, and even a bit of a comparison to its, uh, its remake, the Twin Snakes like GameCube remake yeah. that came out like 2002. Yep. <clears throat> what was the first? What was so the first one from? I don't remember the first one. The first one uh, with the strip club and reading a magazine was from your. Fuck! It was that game that you made me play, Soldier of Fortune. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, so when I was talking about the violence or something. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Awesome. <laughs> like, I don't remember it. Yeah, but that's awesome, man. <laughs> well, there we go. It's it's been about a year since uh, we last had you on the show. There's been a buttload of new videos that's that's popped up on your channel. Has there been anything uh, that's uh, well, probably besides Doom Eternal, that's been something that uh, you think others should get out and play or get out and try since this sort of past year since we heard from you? Um, oh, that's a that's a tough one to say. There's definitely been like a lot of maybe indie games that have come out that have been great. Um, but in terms of AAA stuff, man, it's kind of been a bit of a depressing year. Like The Last of Us 2, you know, we were chatting a bit about it off off stream or whatever, obviously, but yeah, that was just one of the most depressing games like I've ever played in my entire life. And I think to a point, it's kind of like, um, I don't know, bummed me out a little bit from AAA titles for the future. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know. T- to answer your question, probably not. Yeah. Yeah, no, fair enough. That's fair enough. Well, we've got a, a massive week this week. We, of course, had the DC fandom that uh, that dropped last week. We talked about it a bit briefly in regards to its games uh, on the on the episode of Shaking Not Nerd. And there's also Gamescom, so there's a fuckload of uh, of news and shit to sort of break down. So uh, let's 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 probably kick it off first with um, we had the DC fandom. I'm a, a as people already know for both Shaking Not Nerd and Shaking Not Noob. I'm a massive Batman and Arkham fan. What about yourself, G Man? Any uh, what's your take on the the Arkham series of games uh the Arkham series is pretty awesome um it's like it's funny because that was really I guess like the first one I know you're kind of playing through them at the moment but I think like that first Arkham game was like the revival of like superhero games I guess or like the renaissance of a kind of thing which is kind of funny um yeah and that's kind of like tied in because we kind of started to have all the Marvel films coming out I think around that same time like I want to say that like Iron Man I think came out around the same time period from memory maybe yeah, better, better year off, but pretty close. Yeah, so you've got like that revival in video games and then the revival on film. So it's an awesome game, man. I think um, I think that game series just got better with like every new installment. Like Arkham Asylum, what was the next one? Was City and then Arkham Knights, I think, was like the third one. Uh, uh, it was, uh, yeah, Asylum City. Then they went and did Origins, which was a sort of a spin-off until Rock City sort of... Uh, got their their head back in the game or not head back in the game but sort of wrote Arkham Knight which is their uh, swan song if you will yeah yeah no I think um yeah that was a great series of games and Arkham Knight had the Batmobile which is like just absolutely awesome it's like the best iteration of a Batmobile in a video game like of all time it's fantastic I mean 
It is better than the Batmobile we got in uh, the Batman Begins video game that came out from EA back in like 2005. That was, <laughs> was a fucking interesting game. Yeah. Um, well, there has there has been the new Gotham Knights uh, game that was revealed that's being done by Warner Brothers Montreal. They're the same guys that did the uh, Batman Arkham Origins game. Uh, I don't know if you've you've taken a look at the the trailer and the reveal and and some of the stuff like that, but I've also got a heap of details about uh, about Gotham Knights. Um, that the the entire game, the entire campaign, can be played two player drop in drop drop out co op. Um, so that's uh, that's pretty cool. Of course, the premises of the game is Batman is dead, um, and you play as either Nightwing, uh, Batgirl. Uh, Tim Drake Robin, not Damien Wayne Robin. Yes, I got that wrong, Dave. And uh, the Red Hood. So uh, it's it's four player co op in a massive sort of outside of the Arkham Universe uh, city. So it uh, it looks it looks pretty cool. Have you have you seen the gameplay or the trailers or reveals <coughs> or anything for it? Yeah, I did. Um, it looks okay. I guess I'm going to be interested to see how the whole co op thing works, especially with like because I know those games. If it's going to be anything like Arkham Origins and like the Arkham games, mm-hmm. it's all about like the countering. Like countering attacks and timing your attacks and jumping back and forth. So, yeah, I'm going to be interested to see how that sort of plays into that co-op aspect, man, to be honest. So, I'll kind of reserve judgment, I guess, and keep my hype down until I see, you know, some cool stuff in action. But, um, dude, I'm a bit of a sucker for comic book stuff, so I'll, I'll check it out for sure. Yeah, there's a there's about eight minutes of gameplay where, of course, you know, you have the, the the dev commentary over the top of what they're doing and all that sort of stuff like that. So they've uh, they've uh, pulled out some some more details about it. There is going to be a leveling system in the game, so sort of like what with what we got with the uh, Assassin's Creed sort of recent iterations, how you have to sort of level up. Um, but they have said as well that there is no grinding required to move on to the next level or boss or area sort of like with assassin's creed you generally need to be like level nine to do the main mission but you're only level six so it sort of forces you to do side missions to level up that's not going to be a factor into the game as well because the ai will uh, increase or, or stay the same level as you keep sort of moving through the game as well right. um which is which is kind of cool so they uh, they showed off a mr freeze boss fight sort of in this uh, in this eight minute clip and they said that the, the fight is completely different if you fight him at level 10 to if you fight him at say level 25 or something like that his his combats his tactics his movements and stuff is completely different um so that's that's kind of cool they've also said you can play the entire game if you want to as one hero so if you want to play as nightwing or you want to play as red hood for the entire game you can you don't need to swap out to to robin um, you can also play co-op with, you know, a mate online and you can both be the same hero. So you can both be running around as Batgirl if you want to, which is yep. interesting. An interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I didn't see that coming as a, as an option, but oh well. Um, and, uh, one of the other things is each character will have different outfit styles with, uh, weapon abilities, suit upgrades, slightly changing the look, but not changing the style. So... The way they've sort of made this, if you will, is if you want to have your Batgirl look like she's got the sort of the cowl instead of the sort of the eye uh, eye mask, you can give her that look. And then when you sort of give a new upgrade, a new equipment and stuff, the look with this sort of the, the traditional cowl will stay the same, but then it will slightly change her, her legs or her, you know, weapons and stuff like that. It won't actually change her whole cosmetic look, if that makes sense. Yep, yep. Sort of like when you're playing World of Warcraft and you find like a really fucking cool outfit and then you go, oh, well, this has better stats, but this makes my character look cool. Your character will still look how you want them to look, but the the stats will change and slightly change it, not completely revamp the character's uh, look, which is it's kind of cool. I'm looking forward to it. It's I'm, I'm looking forward to having the, the drop-in, drop-out co-op because you can just be, you know, doing a mission in the middle of Gotham City. Um, you know, it comes up in the top corner. 
you know, G-Man has joined the game and it tells you who he's playing as, who you're playing as. So it might be uh, you've dropped in as as Robin, and then you just see you know you come at you know come out of nowhere, fanging on a fucking motorbike, just flying up in the middle of Gotham, going, oh yeah, I'm here. Um, so it it looks kind of cool. It comes out uh, 2021 as well. So I'm I'm pretty fucking excited for it. Yeah, I, I mean it's uh, look, it's a guilty pleasure those kind of games. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's. it's it, did you because you're you're predominantly a PC player as well? Did you play the Arkham games with a mouse and keyboard, or did you did you you know take my advice and plug in a controller? Um, well, for the first two games, I only ever had them on. Um no, sorry, for the first game, I had that on PC and I had Arkham City on the PlayStation 3. So that was my sort of introduction to it as a controller. And then I- when Arkham Knight came out on PC, yeah, I played it on a controller again, only because, yeah, you've got the Batmobile on that game and it's it just it's way easier to drive that thing with a controller than it is for, you know what I mean? Like with a, with a mouse and keyboard. But I honestly think the combat is better with the mouse and keyboard because... Well, just because, like, you can rotate the camera to see where enemies are so much easier with the mouse, whereas I find, like, trying to use that thumbstick to rotate the camera is, like, a bit more cumbersome. So, it's, like, a combination of both. But the best way to play those kind of games is on your couch, like, you know what I mean? In, in a dimly lit yeah. room sitting, you know, a couple of meters back from the TV. So, that's the idea why to do it. But, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, probably just go with the PC because that'll probably make it look the best as well. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, you do. You do run a uh, impressive rig when it comes to your PC. So. <clears throat> yeah, and it's starting to get a bit dated though. But um, yeah, it was impressive for its time. <laughs> well, there's also the other uh, the other DC game that's coming out by Rocksteady. So these are the guys that actually did the the three Arkham games, uh, and it's Suicide Squad kills the Justice League, um, which had about a four minute trailer, which was an all CG trailer, uh, and it will be set in the Batman Arkham universe, and will have four player co op for the uh, for the story and the campaign. So that's that's again that's that's pretty cool um there are though some hardcore uh nerds not including myself that are losing their shit because uh deadshot uh looks different uh in the suicide squad game to what he is in arkham city and arkham origins uh because it is not the same character model people on on twitter are sort of losing their shit do you do you when it comes to this sort of stuff like changing character models is that really does, that's not really a big thing, do you, do you think? No, not really, man. And I would probably think um, that I would represent... I wouldn't say the majority, but I think that I think that mix of people who get upset by that kind of thing would be pretty evenly split down the middle. Um, for me, like, if, if you told me that he was in the game, I would just look at it as that character is in the game. Like, it's it's probably not as, as different when you're talking about things like Robin. You've got the different versions of Robin and stuff. But, I mean, if I hear Deathstrike in the game, I'm like, cool, he's a fucking awesome character. That's where it would end for me. And I wouldn't really overanalyze his appearance too much. Um, oh, yeah, no, de- de- Deadshot, which is... Oh, sorry, uh, what did I say? Deathstroke. A- Who's Deathstroke? Deathstroke. It, Deathstroke's the, the ripper. Oh, not oh, the ripper. De- de- yeah, yeah, Deadshot's the sniper guy. Yeah, yeah. Deathstroke's the... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. We were talking about this other night too, weren't we? How was it the end of Justice League or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that was, yeah, Deathstroke, yeah. Yeah. So, which one is it? Deathstroke is the one everyone's upset about? No, Deadshot. Oh, okay. Because, uh, yeah, Deadshot's in in Arkham City and Arkham Origins. Yeah, yeah. uh, And uh, in in this game, they're using the character model that's more closely aligned with how he was portrayed uh, by Will Smith and nerds are losing Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I can understand that. Now now I can understand it because Suicide Squad was terrible. So now I'm actually on the fence, off the fence, sorry. I agree. It's a terrible, (laughs) terrible idea. Yeah. That was a terrible movie and that was like a terrible interpretation of the character, right? Surely everyone agrees with that. I don't know. I mean, 
I think Suicide Squad's better than Birds of Prey, but that's about that, that's yeah, me. yeah. Well, that's just a given, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've also got as well that this game is only going to be next gen, so it's not going to be coming to the PS4 or the Xbox One. It's going to be coming to the the next iteration, so PS5 and the Series X. Um, as well as that, the game is going to be play, uh, based in Metropolis uh, rather than being based in Gotham. And if you're playing in Solo, <clears throat> you can swap out between the characters at will. So they've uh, people are sort of taking it like uh, Grand Theft Auto and uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. You could you know swap from like Michael to Trevor or whatever sort of immediately on the fly and people are people are seeing that with uh, with this game and it takes place after the events of Batman Arkham Knight so Batman is dead um, which uh, is, is a pretty interesting take as well um, did you uh, yeah. I, I assume as well you saw the trailer for this as well with you know an evil Superman you know disintegrating a helicopter pilot uh, I haven't seen this trailer no I've seen a bunch of the screenshots and stuff but I didn't yeah I didn't really get up to date with that one only because it wasn't like another Arkham game so I wasn't really too interested in it and Suicide Squad is, yeah, not not my. Um, it's not a massive area of interest for me, to be honest. Well, this this one might be up your alley, seeing as uh, you recently as well did uh, some, some some Far Cry replay. Um, <laughs> that Crisis Remastered is coming to the uh, Epic Game Store as an exclusive for the Epic Game Store on the PC, uh, and is coming out the eighteenth of September. So that's only a sort of a handful, a couple of weeks away. Um, and they've they've even done even more sort of remastering of the textures and the quality and stuff like that. Have you seen some of the new photos that have dropped? I have, yeah. Look, it actually looks uh, pretty good, man. To be honest, um, and it's I'm really kind of surprised it took them this long to do it, considering it's been like a real sort of flagship product for people to like test out their gaming rigs. You know, when you buy a new PC, you install Crisis and see how well you can run it. So it's surprising it's taken this long, if anything. It used to be the thing like, uh, you, you know, you used to go to fucking, maybe not JB Hi-Fi because JB Hi-Fi back then didn't have high-end gaming PCs, but there was like fucking PC anywhere and shit like that going, can this rig run crisis? Yeah. That was the, <laughs> that was a big thing at the time and now it looks like it's going to be the same fucking question, you know, so many years later. Yeah. It looks fucking insane. Well, the, I think the whole point of it though is that they're trying to fix like the way it runs because the original like engine just ran like shit. Um, I had, I've, I've tried it on like three separate builds, probably, I'm probably four now, including this one. And this is the only build I've had, like my current one, where I've been able to run it at like, you know, over 100 frames, ultra high settings, all that kind of stuff, 4K resolution and had a good frame rate. And you consider that game came out in what, like 2007. So it's taken me over a decade and three separate builds to just finally get it looking and running the way it's supposed to. So that just shows you how fucking terrible that game's engine is, man. So I'm, I'm going to be interested to see it running at a really good resolution and frame rate for once. Yeah, and that, and that was the thing. Like the the game came out, it was it was. I, I didn't mind the first one, but then as the second and third came out, I just felt like they went fucking downhill pretty pretty quickly. Crisis Two was was an interesting premise, but a poorly executed title. I think. yeah, I think the third um, one was pretty cool. Like that's kind of like a return to form. But the second one, yes, is, is agreed. I think generally that it's a piece of shit, and it it was really like they went backwards with the engine in the second game, and the second game kind of arguably looked worse than the first game it had all these like really basic like visual options which played down the um how good the graphics look so it was a weird game i don't know i I think they were just trying to market it for pc and consoles and they didn't really please anyone it's just this weird game that doesn't really appeal to any crowd yeah yeah it was and the 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 idea and setting of it was like it was in new york or something like that while these aliens attacked i'm like sweet that's that's a fucking great idea but a lot of it was just linear corridors going through fucking subway tunnels and shit like that going I'm, i'm not getting the freedom that you get in the first crisis being on an island i'm caught in fucking corridors in a subway where i don't want to be in a subway yeah and i i honestly get the the feeling when i was playing that game that they didn't know where the story was going 
Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I remember playing it and it was just like... Because then you play the third game and it almost feels like the third game's like retconning things that happened in the second game. It just feels like the story is just like making it up as it goes along. So, yeah, man, it was it was a weird... It was a very weird game. It's a very odd entry in that series. Well, hopefully the, hopefully the remaster sort of, I don't know, revitalizes it, if you will, but sort of, I don't know, does... does- better iterations if they do a continuation of it in some point of view or well, who fucking knows yeah. um we've also got i don't know if you're a massive lord of the rings fan but uh, i know a couple of my mates are is uh, we've got a teaser trailer for the Gollum rpg game did you have you seen about this have you heard about <laughs> no, this i haven't i didn't know that was a thing what actually playing as Gollum? actually <laughs> playing as Gollum in a rpg lord of the before rings he, game. before he turns into like little monster man right no 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 little little monster man. wow that's actually <laughs> interesting as fuck that sounds awesome it it's I'm 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 interested to see how the combat engine works in that game because Gollum isn't the greatest fighter. Yeah. He's generally a jump on your back and sort Stabby of slap you slappy yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of guy. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool to see so, how they integrate it though. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 the teaser trailer that they showed was just a uh, sort of a, a CGI sort of one that just sort of didn't really or showed no gameplay, but showed that it's it's in Mordor. You're playing as as Gollum or Smeagol. Um But uh, yeah, it looks it looks kind of cool, um, but. You know, we got to wait for more to come out, unfortunately. Right, yeah. The only one I've... only Lord of the Rings game I've played, honestly, was there was the one on the PlayStation 2. Do you remember the one that was based off... Um, I think it was... Lord of the Rings Conquest? No, it was like... It was just like a hack and slash, like a third-person game where you just played through the scenes in the movie. I, I want to say it was Return of the King. Oh, that was PlayStation 2, yeah, man. Yeah, dude, that game was fucking awesome. And then there was the one on um, PC, which was like a spin-off. Oh, not even a spin-off. It was just like a... It was set in the universe where you... um, It's basically like Assassin's Creed, but in... Like the Lord of the Rings universe, is it Shadow of Mordor? Oh, Shadow of Mordor and War from Mo- War of Mordor. Yeah, what, yeah whatever yeah, the first were, one they- is, I don't remember which the first one was, but yeah, that was that was the the sequel was a big selling point for the uh, Xbox mm. One X uh, when it came out, and the, that it had the exact same combat from both Assassin's Creed because you were you know sneaking around and you know jumping on people and stabbing them in the neck with a broken sword, but yep. like the combat mechanics were exactly the same as the Batman Arkham games, like one button to attack, one button to counter. Sort of thing like that. Yeah, and I um, think I stopped playing it after a point where you had so many nemesis in that game where you'd just be out, you'd be randomly fighting like a small group of people, and then in five minutes you've got like thirty dudes attacking you because they just come out of nowhere, and that was kind of like where it, I lost my interest at that point. Yeah, you'd just be doing some random fucking side mission like, oh, I'll just fucking upgrade my bow while I'm out here, and then you're playing, and then oh you, and fucking random orc just comes out of nowhere and just starts you know sh- throwing shade at you. Yeah, and he's resistant to like fire, and he's super tough, and yeah, it just got way too grindy. Yeah, yeah the the ending of the second game, I I, I honestly can't think that they can do a third game because they wrapped it up pretty weirdly um, it's, it's, it's the just, same yeah, character right from the first one in the second yeah yeah you, you play as the same same character from the first one uh, but the ending of that game was just head scratching man mm. it was just it was just fucked um, but yeah uh, moving along to something else that's fucked, uh, Call of Duty Cold War. Uh, we got a story trailer for that. Uh, it is going to be cross-gen, so you can play PlayStation 4 to uh, to PlayStation 5 with your mates if they haven't upgraded in that time, as well as the Zombies mode is confirmed to return for this one. Uh, I personally hate Call of Duty, but to be fair, I think one of the first videos I watched on your channel years ago was the uh, one of the Call of Duty videos on your end, and it's, it's interesting to see someone else have the same opinion in regards to Call of Duty going, it's the same shit over and over again. But sort of like when you watch IGN or you watch, you know, a bigger 
company or something like that do Call of Duty and they're like, oh, it's fantastic. It's the greatest game ever. And then you you play it and you go, it's the same fucking thing as last year. And I think with Call of Duty World at War when that came out, you just went, it's actually a pretty good story, if not a bit over the top. And there is a lot of microtransactions. But other than that, it's it's not bad. Um, <clears throat> have you seen the new Cold War trailer or, or, or anything in regards to this new COD? Yeah, new COD? yeah no, I have. Um, and I think the developers, is it's Raven Software, who like I'm a fucking huge fan of. Like As an FPS guy, like they developed some of the really early FPS games, like um, uh, Hexen and Soldier Fortune, which I did a video on recently. If you're into Star Trek, they did Star Trek Elite Force, which is like... A game where you play as one of like the hazard team or the, like a red shirt basically going around doing all these awesome missions and going into like the Borg cube and shit, which is so fucking awesome. Um, Being a fucking red shirt going into a Borg cube is a fucking suicide. Actually, no, hang on. I think I'm wrong. I think it, I don't think that was Raven Software. It's either Raven Software or Ritual Entertainment. But anyway, my point is, no, they're, they're fucking awesome developers. And the word that someone told me is that for this new Call of Duty, they're actually being given carte blanche to just do whatever they want with the campaign, which could be awesome man because the last campaign they worked on was a game called singularity which was fucking awesome too another shout out like it's where you you're stuck in like 1960s russia and you kind of time travel between these two alternate dimensions to rewrite history to stop this crazy russian like communist guy from taking over the world it's it's unreal man um anyway yeah to get back to what you're saying yeah like i have been i, I have been <laughs> i have been following it and yeah, I think the campaign might actually be awesome because the developers are genuinely talented dudes. So I hope it. I hope it's good. But it's like you say, man. Like every year, it's the same fucking shit. But um, it's it's hard to fault it in the sense of like every game is so polished and so well scripted and thrown together. But it's like there's only so many yeah. helicopters exploding and. You know what I mean? Like snowmobile chases you can do until it just starts to kind of get a bit repetitive. So we'll see how it goes, you know. Sort of turns into a Roger Moore Bond film. Like it just becomes the same thing over and over again. It's not It's not anything fresh. Are we starting with a Roger Moore bashing already? Like already? <laughs> already into, Jesus. I thought we'd wait a little bit longer oh. before you start, you know, attacking my boy. Oh, oh yeah, no, he, he's your favourite. Oh, I could be worse. I could be talking about your, your mate Lazenby. Oh, Lazenby. Look, he's a classic. All right. Let's not, let's not open that can of worms. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll leave that for another episode. Uh, we we did get a uh, a fuckload by a fuckload. I mean a, a fuckload of Gamescom trailers and stuff like that, as well as some new uh, new reveals and and all that sort of jazz. Uh, we got a Scarlet Nexus gameplay, which uh, if you haven't seen the trailer, it sort of looks like a anime high tech future version of uh, of like a Devil May Cry. So it seems very button bashy, at least from the trailer. Um, but. It, I don't know if you've checked it out as well, uh, G-Man, but it just seems it, it seems like, look it looks like it could be okay. It looks like it could be very meh. Um, so that's available. There's Quantum Error, uh, which is a new uh, first-person horror game coming to the PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five, um, which I, for one, will be sort of putting my hand up for you to do a, a video on it uh, because I love it when you play first-person horror games. Yeah, um, I'm not a fan of them, but you know I'll give it a go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, no, I think you're a fan of them. You've been all right with first person already. It, it depends um, if I've got a gun or not. If I have a gun in it, I'm usually okay. But the ones where you have no means of defending yourself, that's when I just fall apart. Yeah, not good with those. Yeah, there's 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 guns and, and weapons and stuff like that you can use to defend yourself in this in this title. At least in the trailer, the character's using a, a gun, and at one point he uses the jaws of life to sort of pry open doors and stuff like that. Yeah, so. right. 
it looks like there will be stuff to do. Uh, I don't know if you're a big racing person, but there is Dirt 5, of course, being done by Codemasters, which are like the best fucking racing developers at the moment. Uh, and they're doing Dirt 5. There's a playground mode, so you can sort of have fun and, you know, race around rather than doing traditional sort of rally sort of stuff. Um, but this was actually uh, another game that's that's coming to the Nintendo Switch. It was actually one of the first games I sort of ever started doing reviews on uh, as a fantastic game is jurassic world evolution which is the the park building game did you did you check it out when it released a couple of years back? i did not the only jurassic park game i think i've played is um the trespasser one where you're like that chick who's stuck on mini driver she's stuck on the island and she's getting chased by raptors <laughs> that's like the last jurassic park game i played when the fuck was that? Came out in like the nineties. It was um it was actually produced by Steven Spielberg, man. If you're a fan of the movie, um it, it has like all this what's his name who played um the main guy in it? Richard Attenborough. Is it David? Richard Attenborough, what's his name? You know Yeah, Richard Attenborough. Yeah, yeah, Rich- yeah, yeah. Richard Attenborough is the actor, Richard- yeah. Um <clears throat> Hammond, Richard Hammond. Yeah, he comes back to give more backstory on what happened on the island because it goes into a bit more detail that the film didn't go into. And so Mini Driver crashes on the island and she's trying to escape the island and it was kinda like it's hard to explain, but it was like ahead of its time. It's basically a VR game, but it's not in VR, if that makes sense. Like you control your hands sort of independently to pick up objects. It's a it's a wild game, man. Yeah. yeah. But Steven Spielberg, not many people know that like Spielberg used to be like mad into video games. Like I'm pretty sure he produced this and I know he produced the Medal of Honor games, like the original old school Medal of Honor games. So um, yeah, it's a bit of a hidden gem. Oh, it's a piece of shit though, but well, it's a uh- hidden gem, yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of Medal of Honor, Medal of Honor is actually coming back. Oh, Jesus. Uh, it is being it is being done by Respawn, who did uh, Titanfall as well as Jedi Fallen Order, uh, and it is going to be a VR only game. Uh, it actually looks pretty cool, but the art style is just that little bit Pixar-y Sims like, if right. you will. Um, but it's a it's a VR only experience, and it, it actually looks pretty fucking cool. Um, there's a there's a particular sort of a little sort of scene in a in, in the in the reveal trailer where it, your character is in like the sewers, and there's sort of uh, a Nazi officer sort of you know providing fucking dialogue and in, in exposition, but your character's like actually got his hands on the walls and sort of crouching down and actually sort of doing shit that you don't n- normally or necessarily get to do when you're not playing a VR game. Um, it looks it looks kind of cool, and and you did the the Half Life review, the VR Half Life review, Alex or VR, was it yeah Half Life Alex? Half, I think uh, it was. Yeah, Half Life Alex. Yeah, yeah. Well, Which um, you've got it. Yeah, I don't I don't think I don't think anyone knew that that game was going to be as massive as it was to like the lore of Half Life. I think everyone just thought, oh, it's going to be a fun little Half Life game. He plays Alex, and you do some funny puzzles. But it's like, um, not to spoil it for anyone who hasn't played it, but it basically is breathing new life into a franchise that's been dead for 16 years do you know what i mean so it was f- it, it was it was interesting because when when you did sort of you know create the the the, re- the review for it and, and send it through i was just and they go fuck it looks awesome and i just went i don't know what i'm looking at there and you're like have you not played half-life I'm like nah <laughs> yeah that's the problem like you, you almost have to like it's kind of bad in that sense that you almost have to have played half-life because it retcon or not retcons oh no i guess retcons is the correct term um because what happened was when Half-Life 3 never came out, someone, I think, basically leaked what the original planned ending was for the series. So now they, they've yep. had to retcon that ending. And the way they did it was really, really clever. Um, but yeah, if, if you ha- if you don't know that this got leaked and know where the story was going, you'd just be playing this going, what the fuck is happening right now? Um, 
but for me personally dude like yeah the ending um it has like it even has a post-credit sequence like you're watching like a fucking comic book movie the post-credit sequence i was just like shouting like in my room i was like fuck whoa like that kind of stuff you know what i mean like yeah it, it got yeah. me super amped it's one of the most badass things and to do it in vr like the way they do it in vr is just like yeah it's it's unreal it's so fucking cool that that will be pretty fucking wicked because I, I I presume you know with a standard you know end credit scene you're just fucking watching it but being VR you could probably turn around and see if someone's fucking coming from behind you or something like that in in that instance yeah well it's just like they they play on I don't know it's kind of hard to it's just kind of hard to talk about without spoiling it should I just spoil it I don't know uh look you've got you've got thirty seconds to spoil it I'm giving people thirty seconds now if you want to skip ahead. Skip ahead to, to not ruin it, but yeah, go nuts because I'll never play it. Okay, yeah, well, so you're playing as Alex the whole time, obviously, um, and then right at the end, there's like a post credit sequence where Gordon Freeman, you're suddenly back seeing it through Gordon Freeman's eyes, um, you know, the main, obviously mm-hmm. the main character, and then just, just to yep. kind of look down in VR and see the HEV suit, which is his like iconic, basically like his, his bat suit, man, you know what I mean? His suit of all, you know, suit of tricks. The or- yeah, the orange and black yeah, suit. And yeah, and to look down and to move your hands and suddenly say you're controlling the HEV suit and then a character gives you the crowbar, which is like, it's the classic weapon. It's one of the most classic first-person shooter weapons of all time, like the chainsaw in Doom or you know what I mean? Um, this dude hands you a crowbar and basically says words to the effect of, you know, we've got to get back to work. It's just like, fucking hell, man. It's like... It's just insane. It's like watching like Batman come out of retirement or something in Batman Beyond. You know what I mean? It's just that like, holy shit. It's like bringing back a character literally from the dead at that point. So it's, that's my nerd moment in gaming in recent memory. Like I don't normally really nerd out in games, but that for me was like, that was, yeah. You know, my pr- that, yeah, that was that, that was a highlight of the my, year. My yeah. parents would be embarrassed if they saw me acting like that. Basically, they're like, "This is my, this is our grown son, <laughs> a grown adult, and our son is acting like this over some shit in a video game." Like, yeah, that's how how yeah. stupid I was over it. Fucking yeah. hell! Um, going going uh, going back to that uh, previous piece of news, though, uh, away from Medal of Honor. But uh, if you haven't played Jurassic World Evolution, it is a park building game, sort of like your, your Sim City sort of things, where you build your own Jurassic Park. Uh, it's fucking awesome. It's on. It's on everything. It, I think it's like it plays at best on PC, but it's coming to the Switch, so you can now build your own Jurassic Park you know, while you're taking a shit. So it's pretty fucking cool. There uh, there's a new game coming called Unknown Nine, which was uh, which was teased or a, sort of a CG trailer shown off, which is a new game where you play as a young Indian uh, woman who gets visions of her own death. Um, so the the trailer looks pretty cool. It's this sort of a little kid. She gets sort of pushed over and fall and falls to the ground and this hologram sort of comes out of nowhere and tries to strike her in the head with like a baseball bat um and then she realizes it's like a hologram and then moves out of the way and then as soon as she moves out of the way someone tries to hit her in the head with a baseball bat um so it's uh, it, it looks like it could be interesting but it doesn't really show any gameplay so i thought you were going to say stuff. i thought you were going to say it was a young indiana jones and for all of 0.2 seconds i was like whoa hello and then <laughs> young indian girl i was like yeah. oh okay it's a little bit different speed but yeah <laughs> Yeah, you play a Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> oh God, no! Let him get hit in the head with the cricket, oh, the, the baseball bat. In that case, sir. Yeah, yeah. There you yeah. go. Um, all right, we also got a, a a fairly decent whack behind the look scenes of the upcoming Dragon Age game that Bioware are doing. Um, it's a, it's pretty in depth. It's just all this concept art and sort of how excited people are to be working on uh, on Dragon Age again. Um, the thing that does not help this trailer or behind the scenes look is they go sort of they have photos of inside Bioware Studios and there's a giant anthem suit, yeah. the javelin just standing there and just went, oh, I already don't have high hopes for this game. Um, yeah. Uh, are you a Dragon Age fan at all? Because I know, you, of course, you weren't a fan of Anthem when that <laughs> released. Um, 
any thoughts on on Dragon Age? Nah, not not really. My only, um, well, I guess it's still a big connection. But like, I love the Mass Effect games and the old Knights of the Old Republic games are great. But everything that came out after, I'd say, like Mass Effect Two, I guess Mass Effect Three, maybe, has just been it's yeah that that company's just gone down the shit. Oh, Mass Effect Three wasn't that. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Mass Effect Three was good, but um, yeah, that's what I mean. I think everything after that, like Mass Effect Three, was kind of the start of the downturn. I think that game gets hated more than it deserves because I think it's still perfectly playable. But um, yeah, man, they've they've just I don't know, they're just kind of wandering aimlessly. And I never played Andromeda, but I know that was an absolute kind of fiasco as well. I know there's a lot of drama around that when it launched. Yeah, that was a interesting title. It was completely... I wouldn't even consider it as a Mass Effect game. I'd consider that as to, like, Indiana Jones 4. Mm. It just it just doesn't really work. Um, but I tell you... Uh, and, and this is a very bad segue for our sponsor for the show, but we are brought to you by someone who does work, and that's Culture Shock Collectibles. Sorry, Michael, it's a very bad ad read, but fuck it. Uh, you can find them online at cultureshockcollectibles.com. Uh, they're essentially Funko Pops, Hot Toys, anything collectible that you can think of, you can get. Um, I have just ordered some Power Rangers stuff. It's still on its way. I'm still very excited if I can get it. Uh, I do know that you collect some things here and there, G-Man. You've got, uh, as you said last uh, last time you were on the show, you had a little uh, uh, pinky demon that makes noise from the Doom series. Is there is there anything random that you collect from, from gaming in general? Uh, no, but I've got the um, I got the Lotus Esprit from For Your Eyes Only, the Roger Moore James Bond movie, as it were. Um, that's pretty cool. So that's <laughs> yeah, because it, it, it was like one of the most popular cars in like the whole film series, man. And um, apart from the Aston Martin, obviously, but yeah. Um, and then they blew it up in at the start of For Your Eyes Only, which I thought was awesome. They just blew up this awesome looking car just for a one shot. It's fantastic. <laughs> Uh, would, would would that be your dream car? If you could have any dream car in the world, uh, if that's the, would would it be look, that? That's a tall order. I mean, everyone you, you, everyone would want to have the Batmobile, right? Because you can just do whatever the fuck you want. Y- that's that's yeah. not road legal. Though. Oh well, uh, yeah. <laughs> neither is the type you, you of loaded. Pull out of, you, you come out of the driveway and you are getting a fucking ticket. But neither is James Bond's Lotus Esprit, the one that's got like rockets and missile launchers in it. It's basically a, a, a Batmobile anyway, right? So yeah, but it looks like a car. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> You're not really going to be pulling up to like the KFC drive-thru in the Batmobile. I think that would kind of raise a few eyebrows. But It'd be like that scene from The Simpsons where fucking Wiggum doesn't want to get out of the car to go to the window, so he was just leaning over the side to fucking get his food. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, I thought you were going to say it like, looks like Homer's car or something. We need to sign that. Oh, the Homer? Yeah, the- Fuck, now, I would own that car. That's a fucking wicked car. It's got a soundproof dome to so you can't hear the kids complain. Yeah, yeah. I think there was like a video game. There's like a Simpsons game where you can unlock that car. Not... It's like a crazy taxi game, and that was like one of the last. Uh, uh, fuck, fuck. Uh, Road Rage, Simpsons That's Road Rage. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you could, uh, Dude, that game was fucking awesome. Yeah, you want to talk about remasters and remakes, man? There it is right there. They need to just remaster that. That'll just they'll be printing money if they remaster that. That and Hit and Run. If you if you didn't play Hit and Run, man, shit. Which, which, there's, which, your next, there's your next video. Which one's the Which one's the GTA one? That's Hit and oh, Run. What's yeah. Road Rage then? Road Rage is Crazy Taxi. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, there's two of them. Yeah, right. Okay, now I'm, now I'm yeah, confused. Yeah, yeah, One One is just Crazy Taxi picking up people and dropping them off places and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you do it all in the time and shit. Oh, yeah, I remember the, that. The GTA one was, yeah. yeah. And it had like, because what I remember is that you're like competing with Mr. Burns's taxi company or something. Yeah. yeah. And then he would like randomly attack you when you were playing like a mission just to fuck you up. So you'd be driving. Yeah, you'd, <laughs> you'd pick up someone and they'd just start ramming yeah, you but, out of nowhere yeah, and shit like that. You'd hear him. He'd be like, get him, Smithies. And then Mr. Burns would <laughs> come out of nowhere and just like ram into you into like a limousine. <laughs> so fucking good. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> 
I haven't played that one in a while, but Hit and Run, I, I, I try to go back to every now and then. And Hit and Run still fucking holds up. Yeah, right. It's still good shit. Should get into it again. Mm, that's that's uh, good next video for Hit and Run. There you go. <laughs> a little, a little, a little sne- uh, sneak preview. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, you can find them at cultureshockcollectibles.com. Thank you, Michael, for sponsoring the show. Anyways, back to it. Um, we also have a, a new game that I'm actually looking forward to playing. It's come. It's on the Epic Store right now. I'm probably going to buy it this evening, if not tomorrow. And it is a co-op Surgeon Simulator 2. Uh, and this uh, announcement was done by none other than Doc fucking Brown, uh, who is, uh, of course, Christopher Lloyd, who stayed in fucking character of Doc Brown, saying, you know, you have to play this game, the future depends on it, all this sort of shit like that. Um, and it's it's Surgeon Simulator that you can play with, I think, like four buddies. So, you know, be fucking, I need someone to hold open the rib cage while I pull the heart out and all that sort of stuff like that. Jesus, uh, but he's not like a like a surgical, like a medical doctor, is he? I thought he was like a physicist or whatever, like a, a scientist. Yeah, yeah, he he has nothing to do with surgery. So he he doing hit in his a, head uh, in, while putting up a clock in his bathroom, exactly. and he thought of the flex capacitor. Yeah. That's a very odd then that they've got him in a surgery game. But hey, um, I haven't seen that one, man. But he was he was looking pretty old on that. He did like a special on like I think it was like Jimmy Fallon or something, right? Where he was there with Michael J. Fox. Yeah, and they had the DeLorean yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, and it just the, the two guys, man, it's really tragic. Like they just looked confused. Like they didn't quite know what was going, like, like what was going on. Like they were being held at gunpoint, or someone was aiming a rifle at him from off stage, telling him to say the line. <laughs> Again, it's like in the it Simpsons. A, it's like everybody smile. It's it was a, <laughs> It was a booking accident. I have to go now. <laughs> I believe it was a booking accident. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fucking... Well, Surgeon Simulator 2 is out now. That actually might be something I might take a look at. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun playing with friends. Uh, something that doesn't look fun is Bid- Bridge Constructor The Walking Dead. It looks pretty stupid. Um, um, I, I assume you don't play Bridge Constructor. It's a game that's on your phone, Gmail. No, and I, and I hate The Walking Dead. If it's anything Walking Dead related, it can just fuck right off. I will drink to that. Yeah. Um, what Something you, uh, I would assume you have played that I haven't played is Sam and Max. Uh, do you know anything about Sam and Max? Uh, I've, I've played the very, very old one on PC when I was a kid. But yeah, that's a that's a cult classic. That series, one of the one of the great. A, a dog and a bunny or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a Lucas Arts thing too, off the top of my head. I'm pretty sure it's one of those old Lucas Arts uh, Lucas Arts games. Um, back when they used to make video games. Well, it's uh, there's a new game that appears to be coming, and it seems to be VR only. Mm. Um, so there you go, interesting stuff. Yeah, right. uh, for for those interested, World of Warcraft Shadowlands will release the 27th of October. Uh, which okay, uh, there is a Star Wars expansion for The Sims 4, where it looks like you go to Star Wars land, but of course it's not Star Wars land; it's actually Star Wars. Uh, there was a new trailer for the game 12 Minutes. Uh, I don't know if you took a look at this uh, E3. I think it was last year, uh, where it's a, it's a game that just keeps repeating 12 minutes over and over again until you sort of start to figure things out and, and sort of solve uh, the mystery and puzzles and stuff like that. Did you, Have you taken a look at this? No, I haven't. That's completely new to me, yeah. Yeah, so it's a, it's it's an Xbox. It looks like it's going to be a Games Pass sort of thing. Uh, it's a, the game just replays 12 minutes over and over again. You need to sort of figure out the puzzles. Uh, the game will include voices of James McAvoy, Daisy Ridley, and Willem Dafoe, uh, which uh, the, the new trailer actually looks, it looks pretty cool. Um, we've also got the Lego Star Wars, uh, the Skywalker Saga coming out in 2021. Again, looks pretty cool. It's a Lego game if you like those. Um, I, I, I don't know if you're a Lego man. We've never spoken about Lego before. Um, well, I, I finished, um, that Lego Indiana Jones game, but that's more because I love Indiana Jones more than I love Lego. But yeah, that's, and the, the original, I guess they called it, I guess it's the same thing. The Skywalker, what do they call it? Skywalker Saga. Is that the one? That's, that's the new one that's coming. Yeah, yeah. but that was already released. I thought, cause I'm pretty sure I played through those. Yeah, they did the they did 
the very first Lego game sort of ever in this sort of series was the episode one, two, and three, and then they did four, five, six, right. and they did Indiana Jones, and Harry Potter, Batman, uh, so on and so forth, and now this new one is going to be episodes one to episodes nine, uh, and it also looks like it will include Rogue One, right. um, and perhaps Solo, I'm not too sure for Solo, mm. but uh, it looks like it includes uh, the good Disney and the Disney. Um, for for lack of a better word, when you word. say good Disney, you mean like Rise of Skywalker, then like the the best film in the new trilogy? Or <laughs> I really want to play my fucking soundboard, but I better not. We should, uh, we no. should clarify that uh, I'm joking, just in case people don't pick yeah. up on that. But that's important to note. <laughs> yeah, you have taste. Someone might go motherfucker uh, when they hear that. Yeah, <laughs> motherfucker. No, and of course it's it's Rogue uh, Rogue One and Solo. I think are the fucking best the, the best ones, and then the other ones are okay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, look, I mean, so. um, you know, that that's that's definitely an opinion of yours that you have. So let's just leave it at that. <laughs> Go on there, Roger Moore. What do you got? Oh, I just think I think everything after just Force Awakens was just like flinging shit up at the wall and hoping it sticks. To be honest, man. Even Rogue One. Rogue One was okay, but it, it probably it just didn't feel like a Star Wars film. Maybe that's why it was good. But um, it, yeah, it's definitely the most interesting, I suppose. Right, just because it feels the le- the least like all the other ones. Um, and I will admit, I did get a bit misty eyed at the ending. Like that, that oh, yeah, right yeah. at the end when you see the CGI of Princess Leia or um, Carrie Fisher, I mean, um, that got me sort of in the feels, man, for sure. And seeing Darth Vader tear ass for two minutes was pretty dope. Yeah. Oh, that, that, that scene and that fucking, the score alone by fucking Michael Giacchino, man. Oh, yeah. Who, speaking of Medal of Honor, he was the guy who used to compose the music for Medal of Honor. So there you go. Do, do you know what his, uh, his next project is then? Medal of Honor VR? Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, we talked about it uh, offline, of course, but uh, the new Batman film is going to be done by Michael oh, D. Oh, wow. shit, yeah. Yeah, okay. With mm, the, with mm, the um, good... what's his name? Old mate Pattinson. Yeah, Rob Pattinson uh, and uh, Colin, Colin Firth. Yeah. Colin Firth. Was finally, I think... Colin Farrell. <laughs> yeah, I think this dude's finally like washed off the stank from having been in Twilight films, man. It's taken him a couple of years, but like he's actually proven himself to be like a pretty damn good actor. You know, Good on him. Yeah, yeah, it looks. It, well, we've already spoken about it, but of course, it looks fucking it great. Does, yeah, I like it. Uh, there's a new, there's a new platforming game that looks. It looks like a Rick and Morty universe thing. It's not, but it's this really fucking weird, grotesque-looking game uh, called Struggling, which is available now on the Switch and the PC. Uh, it's a co-op game where you play as a meatball-looking thing <laughs> with two arms, and you sort of platform around levels. It it looks it looks pretty fucked up. It looks fun, but it looks fucked up. Um, there's also the, uh, we've got to look at Age of Empires 3 Definitive Edition that's coming out October 15th. That looks fucking sick. Uh, you gotta, you got to be into Age of Empires. You're a PC player. Nah, I'm not into RTS. I don't really like those games. I played the first game, but I just used to cheat all the time because there's like a cheat where you could get... Uh, all your bases are belong to us or whatever well, it was. Well, there was a cheat where you could, if you typed in this code and then like a person would spawn in a, I think it was like a Lamborghini or like a convertible... <laughs> <laughs> and they would just drive around they had like a laser gun they just you'd, you'd spawn in like 10 of them at once it was hilarious man you just get these like Ferraris or whatever they were driving around just destroying every little enemy camp well the other one was like um, it spawned in like an astronaut that had a laser gun a lot of laser guns in that game yeah so I'd have like 50 astronauts running around in like you know um, ancient Greece or whatever just blowing up villages and shit it was hilarious <laughs> So don't fucking play you in an RTS game. Well, yeah, that, that's that's literally my limit in my experience with Age of Empires is just cheating as like a twelve year old. Yeah, I'll play I'll play the Romans and I'll play the astronauts too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the that, that's pretty historically accurate, isn't? It? Like they had astronauts back then in BC times. 
Uh, I'm pretty sure they did. Only presume, yeah, yeah. yeah, with, with yeah. laser guns and convertibles, yeah. so it's it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it could be a fucking Moonraker spinoff. They could go into space, go through a time warp, and there you fucking go. Yeah, that was Trump's space program just in the 70s. That's what they're aiming for, right? Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, something that is not fantastic and I fucking loathe is Fall Guys Season 2 has been shown off. Uh, it's going to have a medieval theme with new maps and new medieval costumes. We already know my thoughts on Fall Guys, but we don't know yours, G-Man. Well, I know yours, but the people don't know yours. What did you think of Fall Guys? Um, I played two matches and then I uninstalled and refunded it. That's what I think of Fall Guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, t- I don't know, man. I just, I just think it's um, I can get the appeal of it. It's, but it just, yeah, I think we've discussed it. It just plays like one of those games that's just made for Twitch players, for Twitch streamers to, um, you know, and, and, and it's fine. Like, it, it's, it seems like the kind of game that would really encourage engagement with viewers because you'd have, like, you know, a few hundred people watching you and everyone kind of laughing at your mistakes and cheering you on. Like, I get the vibe of it, but for, you know, the normal people who don't really play games to a crowd or to an audience, I don't know. I just don't see the point of playing it. And it was such an odd thing because it seems like it should be designed around playing with your mates, but. The system in that it, was, d- it didn't work. No, yeah. Like you, you know, we all, we tried to play it a few times, and the few games that we got going together, like every time, you know, every time you get knocked out or vice versa, your mate gets knocked out, they just kind of have to sit there and wait like ten minutes while you make it through the next round and the next round. It's just it's such a weird model, yeah. So that's why I think it's just a game that's just been designed to be memey and just to sort of have you know um that sort of flavor of the month so good on them for supporting it man but i reckon it'll be dead in like six months i'd be very surprised if it still has an audience well yeah i think uh, i think the quote on uh, if you take a look at the the four guys video i did that comes from your mouth is fuck this shit let's play diablo yeah literally yeah <laughs> so uh that's there you go um we're, we're getting to the end of the episode but uh this is probably something you're more aware of than i am but uh it looks like we're getting a 30th anniversary of turrican turrican oh shit yeah uh, side scroller shooting yeah. game yeah uh, so we're getting a 30th anniversary of that, so that that seems like more what's up your alley, or at least you've played it that that I haven't. Absolutely. And, and a fan. I am, man. Yeah, that's a classic like DOS game, and it had one of the most awesome um, soundtracks of all time, for, for its time period, like amazing music. I think I had the original soundtrack on my, well, what do we call them before, um, iPhones? Like not, was it iPods were like the original MP3 players? Yeah, yeah. we had iPods, Like those yeah. big yeah. fat iPod things. Yeah, dude, I had like... The original soundtrack back down on my iPod. That's how um, that's how much I love the music in that game. Shit. Yeah. Uh, well, the music in this upcoming game is kind of meh, but Destiny 2 is getting some DLC that comes out the 10th of November. It looks like it's going to be a frost-based expansion, and every class gets a frost-based new attack or something. I don't know. I haven't played Destiny 2 in fucking forever. Um, but uh, the, 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 the big piece of news that I've kept till last, because, well, of course... You know, as already previously stated in the previous episode that you're on, you are the Australian Doom Marine. You're the Doom guy, um, or as you know, as you like to call it, the fucking G-Man. Uh, it is uh, Doom: The Ancient Gods Part One trailer. Uh, of course, it was a massive game when it released at uh, around March this year. Uh, you, of course, love Doom. You did two massive videos on it when it released. Yep. How excited are you for this? The Ancient Gods, dude. I'm pretty pumped. Like the weird part is that it seem to sort of come out of nowhere like it's really weird how they've i don't know like they've marketed it in kind of a very subtle way well that's the way i felt like they had that kind of initial reveal and then the trailer that came out last night which i had goosebumps watching it like i just kind of sat there staring at my computer screen and then it has that bit at the end where they reveal that um 
you have to be taking on two marauders at once instead of just one. Oh, fuck that. Which was a massive sort of point of contention for a lot of players. So um, basically, it just seems like they're just giving the middle finger to people who are complaining about those things. So um, yeah, dude, it looks awesome. It's just at that point where anything those guys, I think, will do at this point is just going to be fun and awesome because there's, there's so much passion in those games. So, dude, I'm fucking amped. It's going to be awesome. Um, and it's really weird reading comments on Twitter because you have people complaining that they released more content in such a short amount of time, which absolutely baffles me. Like one guy on Twitter was saying, like I bought the game like six months ago and already there's like new content. What the fuck? Like this should have been in the base game. I'll, I'll never understand. Uh, no. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll never understand some gamers sometimes, dude. The, the mentality just, yeah, very strange to me, but amazing. Definitely the the highlight. Like you, you talk about Gamescom. I think that was really the main takeaway I had was that that thing is coming out. So yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I, I of course, left, well, left that one to last because it's you're the Doom guy. Um, but it's it's an interesting... I, I don't know where they're going with the story in regards to... Like, I played the, the OG Doom. Uh, or not the OG Doom. I played the 2016 Doom. I played, uh, of course, this year's Doom. And, you know, you you defeat the Avatar of Sin, I think, was the, of the bad guy yeah. for the end of... The, the Icon of Sin. Yeah. Fuck me. And... <laughs> um, it looks like you're sort of resurrecting a, a sort of one of those giant titans that hold the cathedrals on their back from under the under the ocean, and then that sort of lifts you into something. And then there's a, a, a new enemy variant that can possess other enemies, um, which which looks kind of weird and interesting. Yeah, well, what what it looked like was they're bringing back one of the enemies from Doom 2016 as well. But I mean, they can really do anything they want at this point. But a lot of the characters from like that are still existing in the lore, like they haven't really wrapped up. A lot of the stories of what happened to those people and there's a few fan theories which could probably get explored um like sort of the fate and the, the the origins of like samuel hayden for instance was never really touched on and there's some really awesome fan theories about who that guy actually is so man there's a lot of a lot of um a lot of space to go with it and the thing that kind of i don't know got me more interested was that it just says part one so they obviously have yeah. an arc which leads me to believe that some fucked up shit is going to happen at the end of this to the doom slayer it just make it perfect to just end on some kind of really messed up because i mean the ending to doom eternal was really sort of like this is the end it told the story from start to finish you defeat the icon of sin and then it just like ended but it was a very definitive like you've saved the, the, the earth you've beaten hell you know what i mean so i feel like this is going to end on some fucked up shit where we're not going to be happy with what happens at the end of this because th- that way it's going to have like the the revelation and the resolution in um like the part two DLC basically because Doom twenty sixteen ended on a fucked up cliffhanger. It ended with you know the the Doom Slayer kind of getting fuck getting fucked it, over. Yeah, getting pretty fucked over in the end, and so which they kind of glossed over in Doom Eternal. It just kind of started, and then he was already is just like I don't know six months later, and they never explained how he got out of what happened to him. So maybe they'll go back and explain that. So. Like I said, there's so much territory to explore. So I think just in terms of the story, n- never mind the gameplay, just in terms of the story content, um, I think it'll be awesome, you know, which which, which yeah. is ironic because it's never been a series that's been about the story up until now, really. So, yeah. Uh, Doom 3 had a story, but Doom 3 was also a completely sort of different fucking game. It was more of a awful, not an awful, but a fucking horror game that I'm never going to fucking touch. Yeah, that's only because uh, it, Doom- it's horror, right? Yeah, it's because I'm a fucking little bitch, but like it's <laughs> we've we've had this conversation multiple times. I ain't fucking touching Doom Three, but Doom 2016 and and Doom Eternal, I'll, I'll fucking of course I'll I'll install that and I'll play some fucking random games and shit like that. Which, but- which is funny to me because I would think that Doom 2016 is more intense than Doom Three. Like Doom Three is slower paced and like you can see what's happening. But Doom 2016, you have like 20 enemies or whatever like attacking you at once. Man, that didn't like freak you out. 
Nah, I was completely fine with that because it was more of the it was more the like the the mentality of I'm fucking them up in regards to, like yeah, I got a fuckload yeah. of ammo I'm fucking like ripping heads off and all that sort of shit like that we're doing 2016 I got a fucking flashlight and I'm hearing Dude, hissing great. coming from a dark corner and I'm sitting there going fuck this yeah. like there's one point where that's like a spider crawls over the fucking top of a monitor yeah. I think I just turned it off and uninstalled it there and I went no nah, I'm fucking done yeah. man you know you can play that in VR too Doom Three it's actually amazing fuck yeah. That. It's, it's, and honestly, again, I reckon talking about VR games, I reckon that that was, I reckon that was the intention. I reckon that game was designed to be a VR game because Carmack, who coded it and wrote the engine on that, later went on to work for Oculus Rift, and now he works on VR games. And you play that in VR, and honestly, it, it plays like this is the way it's meant to be played. It just has such a different feeling in VR because. Obviously, like, VR is about the perspective, and that game is designed to have enemies come up in your face. That's the way it works. It's horror. So, to play that that in VR and just be walking through, you know, a pitch black area, because you've got that contrast between the light and the dark. So, to be in the light and then just have, like, a fucking zombie come out of a pitch black spot, you literally couldn't see them. Dude, it's, like, next level in VR. It's, It's amazing. That's, yeah, and, and you did do a, a, a video on that. Your YouTube channel is fucking massive in regards to the content that you have on there. It's interesting that you can do a first-person horror VR game, but just a first-person VR horror game that isn't a shooter, you just nope out of it. Um, that's the thing. I, like, which, it, it, I find that, like, yeah. I equate it to real life. Like, I mean, if I was in real life, and obviously I wouldn't be taking on monsters and demons, but I would just think if I was in real life and I had a gun, you know, I would feel like God if God had a, had a gun, but I would feel safer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you would feel like you have some sense of safety if you have a weapon. But yeah, it's the same thing. If there's no means to defend yourself, it's like, what am I supposed to do, man? You know, the scariest horror games I've ever played are just the ones where I can't kill the monsters. The ones, like, that's why I don't think I find Doom 3 scary, like a lot of people do, because it's like, yeah, okay, they're monsters and they're demons, but, um, dude, I got a shotgun and a chain gun and grenades and a rocket launcher. It's like, they're not, they're not coming anywhere near me, dude. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I can, I can, I can, I can understand that. I, I can't, I can't agree with that. I still think it's a fucking scary game, but yeah, I can, I can get that. Yeah. I think we should get you to finish Doom 3. I think that's the next thing we need to do. Yeah, uh, maybe I'll. I don't know. I'll do it. I'll do it as a fucking. I'll do it as a reward after Cuckold Simulator. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. That's um, that's a priority, of course. Is Cuckold Simulator? Yeah, yeah. Cuckold yeah. Simulator's got to come first, man. That's a, yeah. that's the thing. Um, the the last little sorry, the last little bit I completely skipped. Uh, didn't deliberately skip. Uh, and I wanted to save Doom for last, but there was a single player story uh, trailer for Star Wars Squadrons. Uh, we've we've spoken about the movies. Are you a fan? And you've of course did Jedi Fallen Order video as well. Are you looking forward to to Squadrons when it comes out in October of this year? Probably not. Um, <laughs> fuck that was. You want to take some time to time to think about that answer? <laughs> I mean, it's only because there's there's like a multitude of reasons. I think the main one is just like I'm just so over Star Wars as well at this point. Fallen okay. um Fallen Order was good because, and I know like I say it was good, and you know personally that I like you were one of the people I just bitched to about like every day when I was playing that thing. But I was I was your fucking walking guide <laughs> for that game. <laughs> Turn left. <laughs> but I think I, it was because I was so angry because it had so many moments when it was like you could see how fantastic like the good points were in that game but then it just had moments in it where it was just like they just gave up or they just didn't i don't know like it was so so many of the fantastic moments mixed with so many moments that irritated me so much um so yeah but but i mean like that that's the kind of that that i don't know that juggle with star wars stuff and as far as i can tell this just looks like like almost like a flight simulator game like i know it's combat stuff but it's like if you're not into that it's not really going to... I can't see that winning me over in any regard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Plus, it's... um. I don't know. Like I said, it's just Star Wars shit, dude. I'm just over Star Wars. It's just so played out. 
Well, uh, it is. It is going to be PC, PlayStation Four slash PlayStation Five, uh, and uh, and and the Xbox consoles. It's going to be all cross-platform. So if uh, if I'm playing it on the Xbox because my laptop won't run it, um, I can play with you on you know on the PC, and then there can be someone else on the PS4. It's all one sort of shared uh, shared servers, if you will. Um, there's there's one point in the trailer as a Star Wars nerd, I just went mm, that that's not how that works. Um, but I, I don't want to get into that because that'll just make me go on a fucking tirade. Um, well, I'm interested now to <laughs> but know what it is. A, a TIE Fighter goes into hyperspace. And I'm sitting there going, TIE Fighters don't have hyperdrives. TIE Fighters are made cheap and made multiple times. They don't have a hyperdrive. Didn't they do that? Wasn't so, they, didn't they go into hyper, um, hyperspace in Return of the Jedi? I'm sure there was a few that did it. Nah, nah. Uh, X- TIE X-wings Fighters can. attached X-Wing to- scan, right? X X wings can yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. X wings X wings have uh, hyperdrives and uh, life support and shields where Tie Fighters have no shields no life support no hyperdrives no but makes them a right. hell of a lot yeah. faster yeah. and really fucking dangerous. Yeah. Um, so like two Tie Fighters against one X wing yeah it's it's you know it's two on one but they're so fast that's their whole thing and in the trailer you just see this Tie Fighter go into hyperspace and I just went bull fucking shit you did mate <laughs> uh, you got you got to attach yourself to a fucking frigate to go off into hyperspace well, maybe they're upgraded yeah. Tie Fighters for you know special combat you never know they could be like yeah, you know yeah. they'll be like the WRX of uh, Tie Fighters <laughs> you, you, know know you and your boobaroos <laughs> <laughs> like the upgraded uh, you know sports model for the Tie Fighters Dude, they're basically like the Toyota 86 and the BRZ. They're the same fucking thing in different colors. But how many people do you reckon would have honestly picked up on that too? That's the other thing. Do you reckon like a lot of people noticed that and were like, hang on a second. Uh, well, look. And then they thumped maybe. down the trailer because they were like, this isn't this isn't accurate at all to what TIE Fighters do. Yeah. Well, the the only, the only um, you know, you need to have the fucking nerd pushing up their glasses going, actually. Yeah. Um, but the, <laughs> the, the game is set after episode six. So, it's the sort of the old empire, the new republic. But it's got to be like, how the fuck does the old empire have the funding to upgrade their TIE fighters to have hyperdrives when they don't? Um, so it's who who fucking knows? I'm looking forward to playing it. I'm a big Star Wars fan. It's uh, it's it's going to be cross play, so I can you know I can play it on my Xbox. If you get it on your PC, don't have to worry about you know my laptop fucking exploding or something like that. Mm. But it's I'm looking forward to that aspect of it. And it's first person only as well, so you can't play it in third person, um, and it is VR supported. So that's that's kind of cool. Um, but that's it for Gamescom news. But uh, as, as I said at the start of the episode, uh, G-Man, you've got a fucking Metal Gear Solid video that just dropped. Uh, it is fucking fantastic. Um, what's, what else is coming up on the on, on the G-Man Lives YouTube page? Uh, good question. It's like a bit of a slow month because a lot of things got like delayed and um, sort of pushed back a bit. So um, I'm working on a couple of things. I'm, I'm, I've been looking at like old videos that I did back when... Um, you know, I used to get like a hundred views a video, just like terrible videos, and I'm looking at maybe redoing a few of those older, like more iconic games that I'm a big fan of. So that's just kind of what I'm reassessing at the moment. And yeah, man, I think I'm probably just chilling out until the end of the year because we're, we're going to get so many games in like October, November, and December, and all that kind of stuff with Cyberpunk and Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs and. There's just so much shit that not stuff that I necessarily want to do videos on, but just stuff that I want to play as well. You know what I mean? Just for fun. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man. It's- you did do a preview of uh, of Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Watch Dogs three about two months ago. I yeah, think it was. Yeah. You got sort of you got invited to the secret Ubisoft underground bunker where they sprayed you in the face <laughs> with, with put the black bag over my head like uh, V Vendetta. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, shaved your head but it's funny because like I never finished Assassin's Creed Odyssey like I played it for a bit I think I'm probably not the only person in that boat but you know you play those games for maybe like 
15, 20 hours, and you just get over it because it's just the same shit. And yeah. I went and played Valhalla, and I was kind of like, wow, this feels like really different. And then I played that preview, which I really loved. And then I went back and started to finish Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Like, I'm like, I'm going to, like, stick this out. And it's, it, I appreciate that game too, but you can really see, like, playing Valhalla, how they're trying to, like, really differentiate this, I think, and make it feel like a completely different game. Like, it just doesn't feel like Assassin's Creed anymore. It's just like a historical Viking game, man, where you just run around and just... Ra- not rape and pillage. What's, what is it? Like, raid and pillage, I guess, and just... Smash yeah. down forts and stuff. Like I think it's gonna be awesome, man. You know. Yeah, well if you're watching the, the show Vikings as well, you're just gonna be fucking essentially living that sort of shit as well. So that's yeah, it's gonna be pretty interesting. Well the main guy like looks uh looks very similar. And you can play as either a female or a male Viking. And I reckon the female one's the way to go, only because I don't know, there's just something so badass about playing like a badass chick that can just beat the shit. Being out a being of a shield maiden. Yeah. Like in Assassin's Creed Odyssey you had the two great characters you had, Cassandra, I can't even remember the name of the male character. And the fir- Alexios. Yeah, and the first time I played it, I played as Alexios, which is probably why I found it so fucking boring. But when I replayed it on PC recently, I played as Cassandra, and it's dude, it is like a completely different game. It's like a such a different vibe, and there's just some something so funny about like this badass Greek like mercenary who just goes around fucking people up and literally fucking people the whole time as well. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it, it just changes the dynamic so much. Like, you know what I mean? So. Um, I think that'll, I, yeah, I reckon that'll split people down the middle a bit too. Like, if you play as the male or female, I think that's going to change the experience a fair bit in just terms of how it feels to play it. So, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, um, I mean, look, man, it's like I said, if to me it felt different to the last few I've played, and considering ninety percent of those games are just so boring and so repetitive, to to, to be excited about one for a change, like, um. Yeah, it's yeah. good times, you know. Shit. Well, it's uh, it's it, it, if you are looking to, uh, at, uh, of course, Assassin's Creed Valhalla or Watch Dogs Three, uh, G Man, of course, has done gotten to fucking play it early, and you can go onto his uh, onto his YouTube page and check that out, as well as the awesome Metal Gear Solid video. It's 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 sort of making me want to go back and play Metal Gear Solid, and they did like a PC port of it in like two thousand and one, I think it was. Yeah, and it's it, the P- it it's, awesome. it's okay. The PC port is okay. I kind of t- talked about it a bit in the video. It, like you kind of have to play it with a controller because it's like the proper. Way to play it but I, I played it with a mouse and keyboard oh, back in the that's day that's very brave yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I played it with a mouse and keyboard I, I, I was a real boy um, but like my only experience with Twin Snakes was like I've rented it from fucking Blockbuster and my GameCube I'm like this is fucking awesome and then you going back going it fucking sucks and I went <laughs> oh man I had pretty good memories then you like you break down yeah you can sh- headshot you know fucking uh, revolver Ocelot from the other side of the fucking room and just take his whole health bar off. I'm like, oh, yeah, you could do that. Yeah. So It's just, I don't know, it, it seems cool on the surface. Like, you, you tell someone the description of that remake, like, oh, they did this and this, and it sounds good, but then you play it. It's like, well, it just doesn't kind of work in practice. And the yeah. sad part is, I think it was a lot of people's introduction to that game. Excuse me. Was yeah, because it was snakes. on GameCube and they were pushing it and stuff like that as well. Yeah, yeah. but it's, it's like a really early example of one of those remakes where it just lacks soul like it just has no soul to it like you look at the way the first game looks where it's so creative and artistic and then you play twin snakes it's just so boring and dull and monotone man and even the voice acting like it's the same voice actors and they re-record all the lines but the voice actors just sound completely bored 
again, it's like the it's yeah. like the Simpsons joke. Like Smithers is standing there with a mach- uh, with a pistol in their back, telling him to say the lines and smile. Like it's just a oh, it's, it's just Smithers a weird. Made it's Skinner. Come on. No, no, no. I'm talking about the bit when he has like Tom Jones at gunpoint. You know that bit? Oh yeah. No, I was talking about when the the pretzel the pretzel oh, with the, one. With the mafia. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. No, you know the bit I'm talking about when he's just like, "Hi, Marge," yeah. and like Tom Jones is waving from the curtain. Or That's whatever. it. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's happy. <laughs> <laughs> I just love too how you can relate so many real life instances just to like a random Simpsons scene. You know what I mean? Like, there's so oh. much stuff that carries across, man. Dude, I've, I've the, the soundboard is full of Simpsons memes and stuff like that, so it's just uh, I'm I'm doing my best not to click on any of them. But um, that's 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 going to be it for this week's episode. Now, I was going to talk about No Straight Roads, which is a uh, a new game that uh, I thankfully got to to play early. Um, I'm going to save that for next week's episode uh, because we are running a little bit longer than we normally do on this on on Noob. Uh, the only hint I will give you about No, no Straight Roads is this. Uh, and uh, if you want to, if you want to see anything more about that, of course you can go to the Duty YouTube page. But uh, but G Man, of course people can find you on YouTube. But uh, where else can they find you as well on on the internet? Uh, I'm on Twitter, so you can look me up and send me dick pics or whatever you feel like you need to do. <laughs> actually, actually had that recently too. I had someone send me a dick pics, so there you go. But that was there any caption? <laughs> huh? <laughs> yeah, check out this <laughs> BFG. <laughs> no, there wasn't. I think it was um. Well, I didn't look at it because it came up saying like the message contains because it comes up saying if it's got like harmful content or something. So it said first it said this media may be offensive or something, <laughs> and I clicked on that and it was mildly. It, I'd be more offended for him because it's it's pretty sad if that's what he's packing. Um, but then yeah, like I didn't I didn't look at the text. I was like okay, so I just blocked the guy, man. Yeah, I, I generally don't really. I don't think there's like a hidden meaning of someone sending a picture of their dick to you. Do you know what I mean? Like he's not going to win me over with the wall of text that he, that he sends with it. <laughs> You know what I mean? There's not like an accompanying message that will change my mind. I think the dick pic is like that's it. You've you've made your point, bro. <laughs> can you can you just change your Twitter picture to that for a day? <laughs> Some dude's a random just shrimp dick. Yeah, I could probably do that. <laughs> I think that would get me banned. Oh. Then I'd be violating the terms and services or whatever. So. Yeah, well, fuck it. But yeah, actually, you know what? It's a risk you're willing to have to take. That was a risk we were willing to take. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. uh, To reiterate, maybe don't send me dick pics. But yeah, you can you can say hello on Twitter. I like I like responding to messages that don't contain pictures of people's genitals. So. Of course, yes, you can find him at G-Man Lives on uh, on YouTube. It's a, it's a again, it's a great uh, great time having you back on 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 Noob. Uh, hopefully, as well, when all the lockdowns sort of start to lift, when Melbourne isn't sort of full of coronavirus, and when we stop coughing in Sydney's direction, we can actually catch up and do a, a proper live uh, episode as well. Absolutely, um, but that. That's that's going to do it for this week's episode of of Noob. Next week, it's a massive jam-packed episode. Fuzzy's got about four video games to talk about. Of course, we have Avengers coming out next week, which I am very excited for. I'm probably the only person excited for it, but it's a really fucking fun game. I can't wait to talk more about Avengers as well as, uh, as No Straight Roads. Um, but that's going to do it for me for duty this week, reminding you to play with each other and play with yourself. Uh, G-Man, is there anything you want to add before we wrap up? Uh, no, thanks for having me. It's always, uh, it's always fun. 